0: Hi guys, welcome to Uncounted Stories in Accountancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Mujalifa Musal, also known as Jeff, a CA who's passionate about the development of accountancy. This podcast is meant to share uncounted stories of accountancy trailblazers who persevered against all odds and made a positive impact in their area of influence. So join me and let's be inspired. Our guest in this episode is Onalin Halinyani. A qualified CA and a registered auditor. She has rich external audit experience in various industries, both in the private and public sectors. She is a partner at PwC's Cape Town office and has been with the firm for more than 14 years. She services clients in the insurance, asset and wealth management, retirement funds, medical schemes, as well as other educational industries. She has also worked in the PwC Maputo, Welvers Bay and Lagos offices for audit and quality reviews. In 2021, she graduated with an MBA from African Leadership University in Rwanda. During her career, Onalena has also volunteered in various non-profit organizations. This includes being a secretary for Abasa Free State for several years. Onalinda believes that finding her voice and not being afraid to speak up is what got her to this point in her career. Thank you so much for making time for this. I really, we, we want to hear your story. There's a lot of untold you stories. Welcome. Just introduce yourself to the audience.
1: All right, um, I'm Onalinda how and um, I am 38 years old, um, actually turning 38 in, in a week's time, on the 21st. Um, and I am um, a first-born daughter to my mother, um, so I'm the responsible one. <laughs> when i <my athletes laughs> are doing <laughs> all that nonsense that the younger siblings <laughs> get up to, I'm the responsible one and the example. Um, but um, I'm from the Northwest, Kotaung, um, a village called Komozo. And um, I grew up in Shaling with my grandparents, uh, my maternal grandparents, who raised me when um, my mom worked um, out of town. Um, so we went to school. I went to school at Shaling Primary School until about uh, grade five. And then just in 1996, um, just shortly after the elections of 1994, when we were now allowed to go to these um, previously um, called Model C schools, um, I went to Hatsbate Primary School that's in the Northern Cape. Um, and then I finished my primary school there, and then I went um, to Boshoff High School, which is a boarding school in the oh, free yes. state. Yeah. Yes. I've heard,
0: I've, heard, I've heard good things about it.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm glad, I'm
0: glad. glory days. Um, yes, I in the glory days. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was my days. <laughs> um, so I was there my whole high school. I matriculated in 2002. And yeah, I guess then the rest of my life began uh, when I had to decide what it is that I want to do with my life. Um, and that's how I ended up in Cape Town and Bloemfontein and everywhere else, um, which we will talk about a bit later. But currently I am in, in Cape Town. I'm a partner in, um, at PwC. I'm an assurance partner, audit partner, <laughs> and I, I'm mostly in financial services, but um, I also do um, some of the higher education, um, higher education institutions in, in the province. So that's, wow. that's where I am.
0: Oh, wow, wow, wow. Um, so here you are, you, you are doing what you do now and, now I want to go back to the nice stuff, uh, the stuff that, you know, we sometimes disregard because you are a partner now and tell us a bit about you as a child. Um, how would you say you were? I mean, some people were very stubborn Some were um, had experiences <laughs> where parents are like, yo, how did we get this one to be here as a child? Yeah. How would you sum that up for yourself?
1: So, I grew up with my cousin, uh, who's literally my sister. Um, and she normally tells people that I was always the responsible one. So, she'll be there um, talking nonstop with my grandmother, and I'll be doing my homework. And, you know, <laughs> so I think I've always been that um, older sister who's always responsible and um, who's always looking after other people and making sure that everybody else is fine um, and you know when somebody needs to to take a beating uh, a spanking then it's it's me who is like speaking for everyone and saying no she uh, should not do that Um, so, so that was me growing up, and obviously, um, staying away from my mom. Um, I had to also learn to be quite independent, um, oh, at a young age, and um, that was actually more evident, um, in high school, in boarding school because my younger sister was there with me. So I was like the deputy mom mm. um, in today's language. So um, it's, it's always been that uh, sense of responsibility, which sure. like really catches up with you later in life because then you start seeing that you have all this self-imposed pressure on you, um, but mm. it just it's built in you because that's how you've always been. Um, so it's difficult to let go of, um, but yeah, I would say oh. people would describe me as responsible and looking after after everybody else.
0: So you're already the kind of accounting child we want, you know, accountants are very yes. careful. You don't want the risk. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to be in trouble. <laughs>
1: no. My sister wanted to be a soccer player. My brother wanted to be a DJ. And I'm like, what is going on here? Sure,
0: sure, <laughs> so, sure.
1: So, yeah, very proper. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so.
0: Wow. And, but, but, yeah. and so how do you um, start going into the whole idea of accountancy? I mean, obviously, you gave us a bit of background. But at what point do you get into this whole idea of I want to do accountancy and I'm I'm not sure about it. And then to a point where you're like, this is what I want to do. And what got you into that?
1: So besides, um, so, so, I mean, throughout school uh, from grade one until um, grade twelve, it was, um, I was that those girls who, who were the number one position in class and (laughs) your mark, uh, (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow! I don't love. Um, so you're always getting the the great marks, and when you get like eighty five percent, then the teacher is like, "What happened to the rest of the fifteen percent?" Oh, wow. And she like oh, gosh Um, but um, my my accounting my accounting um results were fantastic. Uh, my science results not so fantastic. <laughs>
0: That's a, that's a good um, thing. <laughs> we wanted <wondered laughs> you to
1: decide. <laughs> um, so, um, and you know, you're listening to everybody saying, no man, you're doing medicine science. You must go mm. be a doctor um, or you must go be a pharmacist or whatever. But so, everything was just, everybody was just gearing me towards uh, medicine. Mm. Um, so I applied um for medicine, actually, and I realized that I'm not as uh, fantastic as the other people out there sure. <laughs> because I was not accepted to to medicine. Um, and uh, then I was sort of trying to figure out, okay, what then? Um, and honestly, it was just a luck that. Um, I came mm. across. I don't know if you remember. We used to. There used to be those little books called Career Wise or something. Yes, something yes. Years, years. So I was reading through this, and then I see like an advert there from Deloitte saying, "Be in Joburg today and in London tomorrow and jet setting and this and this." And then there's PwC. All these firms had um, their little. One page of spreads in there. And I'm like, okay, this sounds interesting. And that's literally how I got into accounting. (laughs) And people don't believe it. But um, I applied for accounting and um, I started my degree with UNISA my first year. Um, And then the next year, I applied to, during that first year, I applied to UCT and they accepted me, but I had to redo accounting one. Hmm. um so then I literally started my first year for the second time at GCT in 2004 and um then graduated in 2006
0: sure that's a that's an interesting journey because you know we make so many plans um yeah. You and and I've, I've had this narrative before as well with uh, black people in the profession we we don't yeah. have an uncle or an aunt, yay, with this yay, thing. So, yay. I mean, I used to study with guys who knew from grade ten what they were going to do. They were yeah. going to do accountancy, uh, whether they're going to be a CA or whatever. And it, been, it yeah. was even worse with them. They knew exactly that they want to be a CA, and after being a CA, they want to do something. You know, yeah. it's interesting that it 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 was something that came by luck. I mean, we could have lost you to medicine. Um, I know
1: I could have been fabulous with my scrubs
0: out there but have you um looking back on that what would you say um in terms of you know you could have been in medicine and you came across that and here you are what are your thoughts you know on that just quick one
1: Honestly, um, I have no regrets with the career I chose. Um, I actually sit back and think, um, I don't know, Ona, what you were thinking about with medicine because <laughs> you are not that person. Um, who, I, I just I just knew that I wanted my job to be that job where I'm wearing fantastic high heels <laughs> and nice, <laughs> nice Look at dresses. you, look at you. <laughs> And when I look at doctors now, doctor friends, I'm like, mm, I don't know, friends. If that is that was that was my calling, um, so let's let's settle this and say no regrets. Um, I mean, the accounting profession. I'm sure the, the medical students or uh, people in the medical profession will also say that it opens doors to everything. And mm. but honestly, um, this profession for me, um, the doors it has opened have been so many. Um I've had my um, my share of in London today, in Chicago sure. tomorrow. <laughs> so it wasn't a lie. <laughs> sure. It wasn't sure. a lie. So 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 it, it's really been fantastic and I can't imagine um having started something else.
0: Sure. That's that's actually a nice thing to hear. You know, you once looked at it somewhere. And you you are here to uh, test to that and and say, I've actually done it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, what happens now? You finish with varsity and you graduate. What is the next step up until you get to where you are now? What are trying to put that story together?
1: Yes, so then the drama starts, you know, um, this smooth sailing through school, uh, varsity was terrible but not so terrible uh, that you graduated and then now we need to think about uh, honours or CTA and um, I couldn't get into the the PGDA at GCT because my accounting marks were not at the level they should be. Um, So I needed to now start thinking about other places to to go do my honours. So then I applied to UFS and um, they said I can come and do my become honours there. Um, And then I can do the CTA the year after my honours. Mm. Um, and then in 2007 there I was in Bloemfontein and uh, hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, they um, say hey, like, only a
0: copsy knows the feeling you you need to <laughs> yo, hey
1: that's all you can say and people will get you um, but yeah, it was an interesting year of honors. Um, I met a lot of uh, people that are still um, my friends today because we then all started articles together, found found ourselves in at Abasa or wherever at these gatherings. Um, but um, that first that year in in Bloemfontein was really like a, a, diff, a, a sort of like a mind um, shift for me because I started thinking, like I was thinking about a lot of things that I wasn't used to thinking about. For example, um, there's an Afrikaans class and there's an English class and I'm like, but, what do you mean? Oh yeah, uh, at that time, yeah, see? yeah. And, I'm like what do you mean (laughs) why can't we all be in one class and then at some point some of the lecturers are struggling to speak English and I'm like what is going on here you know so um, it was really for me a a mind opener to to see what was actually going on in other parts of the country Mm. and um, and and I mean, I I did well in my honours. I got um, great marks, and um, I built good relationships with um, Prof Um and he actually got me to apply to PwC because I was there saying, "Ah, oh, no, I wanted to join a small firm because you know, at a small firm, you get the exposure and this and that, and you know, at big firms, they say you only do one thing, and it's." it's not what I want to do I want to see everything Mm. and then he's like "But you who said who said that you know go and find out what's happening at PwC so I applied to PwC um and then I still hadn't done my CTA uh because this was now just the 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 honors um the general become yes yes so so then um I applied to PwC and they accepted me um, for, for, to start my articles without CTA. And then um, when I started my articles, uh, my idea was that I'm going to study with UNISAM, do my CTA with UNISAM, mm. because, um, because I wanted to sort of alleviate the pressure from my mom, um, sure. because my sister was also going to, was studying tertiary um in that year in 2008 so i was like no my mom is not going to be able to pay for two people's tertiary um, she's a police officer and you know that that um, type of thing which brings me back to that responsibility i'm always trying sure. to make sure that everybody's okay <laughs> Um, and um, so so then I decided I need to start working um, so that she can at least just worry about my system. Mm. So then um, I started my articles with PwC in 2008, in February. But just like a few days before I started, I got this letter from the Auditor General and they were offering me a bursary to do my CTA full time. And I was like, yo, yeah, I've already made other commitments and committed to other people. So I declined that offer and I went ahead and started my articles. And it was (laughs) the most dramatic (laughs) four years of my life uh, with regards to studies, um, because I only got my CTA in my fourth year uh, because every year, like you work so hard because you you have to perform at work mm, mm. you have to go home and study um you're either waking up in the morning or sleeping late at night um just to make sure that your assignments are done or you're ready for the exams and at the end of the year when your results come and you have like 45 percent and 46 percent. oh yes like, that's
0: that's the that's mark
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's the one that says you're you're almost there but Yes. Like you're there. I hate
1: that one. <laughs> so I was getting those ones. So, like, literally, they would be there 45, 46, and 24. And you're like, how do I get them over 50? You know, how do I get them over 49 to 50? Um, so that went on like that, like a ping pong um, game for, for, for a whole three years. Sure, and um, sure. I finished my articles without CTA. So
0: um, sorry, then I want to know what's happening in these three years mentally. Um, <laughs> I mean, these days, I mean, we talk about uh, mental health, and yeah, yeah. At this stage, you you have this this idea that you want to complete. You want to. Yeah.
1: What is going yeah. on in
0: those three years? Do you start thinking of alternatives, or just you know?
1: Yeah. The alternatives were many. Um, so the first year that I failed, I was like, okay, it's because I'm getting used to this working life and mm. me studying and stuff. Okay, I let myself, I let it go. Then the next year, I'm like, mm, something is not right here, you know. Um, like, if I don't get CTA this year, then it means I can't write board next year. And, you know, by the end of my articles, I have all my boards. And then, so I started being a bit um, tough on myself. So, I mean, the first, my first year of articles and my second year of articles, I was always, um, I was getting good ratings um, in terms of my performance at work. Mm. Um, and uh, so now the work life is going fantastically well. Um, and i um, but my academics are not going anyway, and at some point, these two are going to not um, talk to each other because I need the other to, you know, to to get promoted. So um, then, in my third year, I made a decision that, you know, um, I understand um, our work is high pressure and everything, and we have to work a lot of overtime. But I'm not going to outperform everybody. Um, At work, and while my studies are suffering, I'm going to put more uh, focus on my studies, and I'll do what is required of me at work, you know, Mm. I'm not going to outperform my peers or anything like that I just want to do what I need to do. and um, so then I focused on my on my studies. Um, I used to to study with um, a, a colleague of mine, Mahala Get at, at the office. Um, and you know she had a car. She would pick me up and go study, and she'd drop me off. Um, and we did that over the weekend. You know we were serious about this. Sure. And then came the end of the th- th- year three, and I passed everything but I got like a 40 something for auditing of all things. and <laughs> <laughs> Of all things. And I'm like, this is very ironic um, because I do this. And <laughs> your good anything. ratings,
0: your, your good record. You know?
1: I'm like, something is not ending up here. So I got a sub uh, for, for auditing. And uh, I and everybody like is now getting involved at the office. The partners are getting involved. Today. Everybody's yeah. like the HR people are like mm-hmm. supportive and everybody wants to like it's almost like I had a whole team pushing me behind me. And um, then I wrote to the sub and I failed the sub. Sure. so i went into one of the, my coaching partners um office after the results and i sat there and i'm like you know i think the universe is t- trying to tell me that this is not the path i should be taking <laughs> you I know, know how you make all that I... how you justify things and <laughs> So I told I told Louis, I think the universe is trying to show me that this is not the path that, that is for me. Um I need to start looking at other things. You sure. Know. Sure. Um, sure. And, and then he's there trying to encourage me. And he's like, you know, my sister did it three times. And I'm like, yo, Louis, I'm not your sister. I have a lot <laughs> of things to do.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
1: So um then he's like, no, but you need to get CTA, you need to get CTA. And then we let it go. This was in December. Then we let it go. Um I count down over the December holiday period. And then in January there, I was emailing the dean at UNISA and asking, you know, this is, I'm asking for a last chance because, you know, you could only do um, CTA three times at that time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yes. I, I'm like, I'm asking, this is my last chance. I really want to do this. I'm really, I just want to pursue this. Sure. And then they they allowed me to do it for the first time. And then I passed it at the end wow. of the year. <laughs> this is memory lane things <laughs> but yeah then I was CTA and I was like okay what now it's almost like it hit me and I'm just like I wasn't ready for this I was ready but I was I'm not ready um because now I had to decide on what is next um but now, in that fourth year I had finished my articles so I stayed on as a like an audit supervisor Mm. Um, and um, then I had the opportunity to apply for a secondment an international secondment and um, so I was accepted to go to Cleveland in 2011 and now I have to decide um am I going to write a board one in January or am I going to Cleveland so then I decided okay let me just write board and get it over and done with mm. um, and because the the secondment um people needed people from January until March so I couldn't go after January um so so then I let go of the secondment and I I I wrote my board and then the results came out in March and I failed board one so (laughs) this is a dramatic story (laughs) this is a dramatic story um so I failed board one In 2011, I failed uh, board one in 2012, and but then I was an assistant manager at that time. So you can see, you can hear, my work life is going pretty Mm, well. mm.
0: Um,
1: But now I can't be promoted to manager until I get uh, um, my boards. You know, my board um, exams done. So um, then, in 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 after failing board board one. um, Twice, I say to to Louis again. Uh, Louis has heard a lot of my drama. Um, I say to him, Louis, I don't know how you guys expect me to to pass board one because the partners are want stuff from me. They want the audit reports. They want the files mm. reviewed. They to the, the, the trainees coached and stuff like that. When am I going to find time to study and actually pass this board? And then uh, that's when he told me that they're actually talking about um, um, the, the, the Tutuka project, where they could um, get a few people, a lot of the people who nearly made it in, mm. um, through board one, um, to go to Joburg for about six weeks.
0: Oh, yes, and, I knew that program, um, yeah.
1: And, and attend uh, classes at UJ um, and write the, the, the exam in June. That was the first time that the exam was written in June, I think. Um, so then, yeah. So 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 then I went on that six-week. Um, I had to leave my laptop and, um, you know, not do any work during that six weeks, which was uh, fantastic because then I could focus. Mm. And we wrote board in um, June, and I passed it when the results came out in in August. Um, so I think that was in 2013. Um, but in the when, before the results came out, I had already uh, signed up for apt because I was like, you know what? If I fail at <laughs> this time, then. <laughs> It will find me with APT. <laughs>
0: sure, sure, so sure.
1: I had, I had started my APT, I think, in June, July. Um, uh, and yeah, life was going on. And the results luckily came uh, positive. So, so it was fantastic. Then I did, I finished my APT that year. And I wrote um, PPE. It was the last year. I think it was the last year of PPE. Yes, yes. Um, the bot two. And um, I passed it um, first time, <laughs> luckily.
0: Things are just <laughs> happening now, eh? Things are happening, eh?
1: Uh, just moved. Um, and, and then um, I revisited the idea of a secondment. And I ended up going to Chicago in 2014 for about seven months. And um, I came back in in May of 2015. Um, And at that time I was a manager already. And then I became a senior manager um, in July. And then in the next year, I became an associate director. And yeah, then I was an associate director for about three years, um, two years in Bloemfontein and a year in in Cape Town. And then I became, um, I was admitted to the partnership in 2019, July. Sure. So that was a long story (laughs) to, it was a long story to this partnership.
0: What a journey. What a journey. Um, Sure. <laughs> i wish you had more time for that because there's so many ah man you know it's a typical journey we don't um understand you know sometimes it looks you know when you start coming up with those theories to say this is perhaps not yeah. meant for me um yeah ah man thanks for sharing that um that is that is powerful and and I say to people you know just you being you walking your journey mm-hmm. you don't understand that yeah. the light that you've put on that others may be able to you know put on theirs and say wow if she could do it under those circumstances yeah. we'll be able to yeah make it.
1: and you know when when um trainees um fail board one or itc and um apc and you talk to them and you're like you know this doesn't i mean in five years time nobody will even remember mm. that you had failed um and then i tell them the story and they're like you failed mm. <laughs> because
0: because oh, we, we yeah, don't we don't look failed. like our failures <laughs> we don't look like our past failure because they are the building blocks where we need to be
1: yeah that is so true um, and people don't believe that uh, you can get here uh, if you have failed but I mean you fail and you get up and you you get on with it
0: sure just on the you know we, we have about six minutes left um, what are the two highlights um, of your career so far and then what are the two um, main challenges, or one or two challenges that you think were key in 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 shaping the person that you are today. Perhaps you've touched on it, mm. but if you're to highlight for you the two key um, highlights of your career and mm-hmm. the two key, um, not necessarily key, but the two biggest challenges you can think of that you think yeah. contributed into the person that you are today.
1: I think the highlights would be. Um, Obviously, the relationships um, that, that I made uh, mm. throughout my career, because I mean, um, I wasn't you. It's only when you look back that you realize, yo, I've made quite a lot of like meaningful relationships, and you have the support of so many people. And it's internal in, in, in within PwC. It's in uh, at Abasa when we were still um, running the, the Free State branch it's the Saika um, team, it's everybody who is so involved in your career that, um, and they always wanting to, to make sure that you you are successful and they're always wanting to help you. Um, so, so that's the first one, the relationships. The second one would be, I guess, um just being, yeah, um, making partner at one of the biggest firms in the in the world um and calling myself a partner (laughs) at pwc (sighs) and signing the pwc name uh on engagement letters and audit reports i mean how many people (laughs) how many people can say that so i think those are definitely two of my highlights um Mm. the challenges um I would say being away from family because uh, my family is in, is in, in the Northwest, it's, it's far. Um, so like the little things that you want to celebrate with them, you always have to like over plan where mm. you would not just like um, call everybody to dinner. And now you have to plan to go home you have to plan to get everybody together. So the, being away from family is, is, is tough, is a challenge. Um, I've never really worked at home. Um, I haven't been home in a long time since my boarding school days. Uh, I was so upset, I was
0: thinking away... that now. Yeah.
1: Yes, I've always been away from family. So just like trying to, to to be there. And I mean, I'm taking advantage of the fact that I can now afford to fly home whenever I want to fly home. Of course. Um, <laughs> just, yes, you know.
0: <laughs> there comes um, a time, there comes a time, you know.
1: Yes. <laughs> So, so, so that that's one one challenge. Um, the other challenge is just you know, hey, it it it's just seeing the the struggle of 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 the trainees um, or of the the people that that I work with, and. You just I, I, I just want to say, to, to do everything for them. I want mm. to help them I want to, because I know the journey that they're going through, especially the people who fail um, mm. an exam or who um, are struggling with something, with something that I've struggled with. I just want to make it mine. And that's a constant um, challenge to myself, not to take too much, mm. um, not to take too much um, and not to... Uh, you know, over-pressurize myself with a lot of things, but I can't help it. Um, I think that's for, that for me really gets me down when I can't help somebody and I can I can see um, that they need help. But some of the things you have to go through them. Um, I can't go mm. write an exam for somebody. I think for once, I, will, I don't know if I'll make it through APC the way everybody talks about <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, so I just I just wanted to take the struggle away from everybody just so that they can have a smooth uh, smooth sailing but I mean it's it's difficult mm. to see going through the challenges that they're going through now
0: Sure so um, with uh, just a, a little over a minute left um what do you say to someone who's in this journey, whether they want to be a CA, they want to do CIMA, or they want to do whatever journey that we are on. Um, I think based on your experience, what are the key lessons or uh, your motivation, your encouragement, what keeps you going? How do you encourage them to to, to stick it out?
1: I would say um, stay the course. Um, There will always be something that looks easier on the, you know, short left and uh, maybe I can go. I mean, I could have been a, I could have written my sci exams, I could have done, uh, moved on to CIMA, I could have done everything, but my thing was I wanted to be a CA and mm-hmm. I stayed the bus. Um, it's difficult, but you need to get um, people to sort of huddle around you and um, Um, get get that support system going but you can only do that if you talk to people and tell them what you are going through or what you are struggling with so you need to speak up
0: Sure. thank you so much well folks that story is now counted please follow us on instagram linkedin facebook and tiktok at uncounted stories in ak thank you for tuning in till we meet again for another episode of uncounted stories in accountancy goodbye